0: Hey, hey, homebodies, what's happening? It's your girl, Rachel Presser, the Toad Lady, coming at you live from my little bunker here in the Bronx. And today with me, uh, I actually got a guest. Um, please uh, yeah, welcome uh, Joe Wood from uh, Boston Standard Plumbing. Uh, thanks for coming on the show today, Joe.
1: Thank you for having me, Rachel. Glad to be here.
0: So, yeah, so we're, you know, we're around a month into this apocalypse. I don't know, has it been a month? I'm losing really long tracks of time here. Um,
1: I think it's Groundhog Day.
0: Yeah, it must be my my birthday, which is middle of July. I, I, I don't know. I, I forgot what day it was. I, I had an ice cream bar for breakfast because, fuck it, 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 it's a quarantine. There's no rules. There are no rules
1: right now. I agree.
0: No rules <laughs> under quarantine. I, I forgot what day it was. I'm losing long tracks of time. I, I think we all are.
1: Yeah, it's so, easy to do that.
0: <laughs> so with that said, with that said, um, yeah, so I was just thinking about, you know, be a potential disasters that you know can strike. Um, you know, aside from, of course, something as large scale as this pandemic, which is like a yep. once-a-century, you know, type of event. I've written about other disasters for the website, um, you know, and some other places that I write for. And it's so, yep. it's so funny. Um, I'm actually kind of behind on the recording schedule a bit. And um some of the last podcast episodes I got up were right before the pandemic was declared. And, and so it's funny. One of the pieces I had was about <laughs> putting off your home improvement projects in 2020. Are you going to stop <laughs> procrastinating on them? And then this happens. Yeah.
1: It's,
0: it's one thing to like, yeah, postpone a paint job, you know, or something more cosmetic or like, oh, I'm going to go upgrade you know, this appliance. But what about an actual emergency where you need to get a plumber because you know you're going to screw this up if you do it yourself? So. Yeah. So actually, um, are you like getting any emergency calls? Like, what's uh, happening so far?
1: Uh, it, it's been so the pandemic goes on, but plumbing doesn't stop and heating doesn't stop. And we're kind yes. of in this weird fringe period up in Boston right now, where we've had a couple of warm days, but people are still using the heat every day. Mm. We've been getting uh, all those standard calls, but we've also been getting calls from people who are experiencing clogged drains. Um, I think every single thing in the home, including my own home, is experiencing higher usage. I was
0: was just going to say because you've kind of got this perfect storm right now for plumbing problems, unfortunately, you know, because, Uh. you know, think about like people's kids are stuck at home. I mean, you know, i as I mean i go on twitter and i'm seeing i mean i did not know you could like drop that many things down a toilet like <laughs> and i'm just oh my god these poor these poor souls like your kid like accidentally like jams a comb down a toilet oh, yeah. or whatever else um you know and that's the thing like it's not like you can get daycare now or anything um yeah. you gotta open up a coronavirus homeschool which that sounds like hell on earth to me but (laughs) ignore me i don't have kids um i don't want kids so uh just i want to just just buy every single mom i know um a huge S margarita just based on everything i see coming in on my twitter feed so you've got (laughs) you've got that and yeah like you mentioned um yeah your plumbing is actually being stressed more than usual because maybe it's just it's just one of those things you don't think about you know until you're like hey, yeah, like, how come I'm like, running, on a hand soap? It says, oh, that's right. I'm, like, using it, you know, at home all the time. It's not like when, you know, you go out or, like, in my case, because I can work at home, I can work anywhere I've got internet. You know, when I was renting yeah. an office, I was using their stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, same. Yeah, good, ever-
1: yeah now, now we're all using our stuff and only our stuff. And I think, you know, I don't know the statistics on it, but people probably use the bathroom at work equally as home and, um, now that's not happening, and I think people's home plumbing is seeing commercial grade usage going on right now. Where yeah. you know, got three kids and, uh, and my mom—we always did an in-law for her. She's moved in, and my wife mm. and our plumbing system is under duress. <laughs> I was just gonna
0: say yes, you got all that, and then top of the wall, you got the toilet paper shortage. So yes. you have this like perfect storm for everything to go horribly wrong. Yep. Um, so. Let's get to the yeah. So what kind of pro so you mentioned you yeah, have the kind of problems that people are calling in with, but then what happens though when you can't get somebody to the house either, you know, because oh. you got too many people or in my case, um only I, mean, I live in a condo apartment building. So we have an actual maintenance department, which is normally an awesome thing, you know, to have, except yep. that you know, they've I was actually supposed to get um someone over here last month to It wasn't a Pipeworks issue, but it was just something with, like, all the plaster, because it's a very old building. They had to redo the plaster. There was, like, a little bit of mold in the bathroom. And so I was supposed to get someone over last month, and they just said, oh, yeah, we have to cancel everything. It's not, like, a dire emergency. So unless, like, your toilet is backing up, they will not send anyone up here, which is understandable. It's, like, 500 square feet. It's, like, hard to distance from from that. (laughs) So... Yeah, so what what can people do if like yeah they can't get a plumber over and there's an emergency happening?
1: Yeah, we're we're definitely trying to talk people through things and you know, starting in the kitchen because everyone again is, you know, doing high usage on their fixtures yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. We're trying to remind everyone to either keep the disposal key that came with their food disposal or to keep an Allen key set around okay. because you can actually unjam your food disposer without having to call us or have anyone into your home probably 9 out of 10 times um the other thing that can work in a real pinch is a broom handle turned upside down mm-hmm. and kind of rotate the gears of the disposal carefully of course um the disposals the way they're working is basically centrifugal force they're just spinning so fast they push any food that goes into it to the outside and yeah. it gets through a disc and sometimes they just get gummed up if people are putting down food that really shouldn't have gone down like maybe broccoli stocks or something like that yeah uh- like something tough like that. Yeah, and you know, so we're trying to say to people, first and foremost, don't ever put anything down there that you would never have planned on eating in the first place, because if it's not gonna pass through you very nicely, it probably won't pass through a drain system. But if you do get jammed up in that regard, you can try to unjam the disposal yourself. Uh, That's a pretty good one, I think, that people can do themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing is getting people through clogged drains, because You know if this is your only fixture and it's backed up we need to make a judgment call about whether or not we're going to be going in because the same thing applies we've got Tyvek suits and all that sort of stuff but we don't need to put someone into your home we won't so uh, kind of the oldest trick that you use out there is to take a five gallon bucket and it takes a bit of bravery you got to get up on like a stool or a chair and pour from up on high but toilets flush through the action of siphonage which is basically the water in the bowl gets um, more weight than the other side, which is the drain, and it will push through. Um, Mm -hmm. That's kind of been a trick that people can use to get a toilet that's not flushing well to flush.
0: Oh, interesting. What about um, if you have an old-school pressure toilet? I know those aren't really as common in, like, single-family homes, but that's that's what's in my building.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the ones with, like, a a commercial lever that you flush in in a public bathroom with
0: your foot, right? Yeah, yep. The upside is that there's no tank for things to get screwed yeah. up. That's the one yep. upside, but the downside is that, yeah, they're like, it's so hard to find anything on how to fix those if they- Yeah,
1: and, and those are something, as far as trying to perform a repair, those are uh, definitely not for the faint of heart because they're yeah. connected to, you know, the, like a tank of water, if you mess up the you know a regular tank toilet it will maybe run water and and waste water, which is not good, but it won't flood. That other type you have, it it could spiral out of control quick. So that type, which we call a flushometer, I wouldn't advise anyone to touch. Um, But luckily the bowl portion of it still functions the same as a tank type toilet does. So if it clogs, you can use that same technique. But we've also seen a lot of people purchase and keep on hand a closet auger which is the same tool that we use on jam and drain it kind of looks like the a capital letter j and okay. it has a snake cable within that j-shaped shaft and you basically insert it into the bowl um and and the telescoping handle just pushes a cable right through and that's the exact same tool a plumber would use on your toilet if you call them and it's i don't know i think you can buy them for 50 bucks or something like that or less and that's certainly a lot less than a plumber coming to your home so oh, totally. um, the only downside to that tool is it doesn't come in a case for some reason. So I've bought a, uh, like a shotgun case and I keep it inside of there cause it's like the dirtiest tool on our truck. But
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, we're all, I think that, I think that this whole uh, era we're living through is making people become more germ conscious or yeah. so I, so I hope um, it's going to be, yeah, really interesting to see how we handle all this when yeah. it's over, when, whenever that is right. So, actually, what do you make of the toilet paper shortages? Um, i don 't know how long it is you know up in Boston, but I mean ironically, I can actually get toilet paper in the bronx um that's actually at least on my side of the borough. Um, you can actually get I can get at the bodega across the street if I tried to order it from target it's there, but I can't get frickin' paper towels there's no paper towels like that those are a lot harder to get, but we have when I called my dad in Jersey he said, oh yeah, you cannot get toilet paper anywhere. And so, so I figure people I, are probably going to do some pretty bad things because they can't yeah. get toilet paper. So what? what's your uh, prediction or what are you currently seeing?
1: I uh, We are seeing people flush things that shouldn't be flushed. And that is actually always the case, but it's more now. And yeah. I think I the other part, people don't like to say, hey, I flushed this or that down the drain. But I think the same concept that most of the time, you know, eight hours of sleep, eight hours free time, eight hours at work. I think people were probably using some work toilet paper and now they're not at work. And it's, yeah. I'm wondering, I'm like those gigantic size rolls you see at the airport or somewhere, like they're still out there. They're just not over at my house. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. So, and I, and I saw, you know, unlabeled toilet paper, which is funny. It's like, they were making it so fast. They didn't have time to put the label on there. Oh, um, wow. But, um, on twitter yeah. i
0: saw people using coffee filters because <laughs> it was just they were getting, getting, they were getting desperate i mean is it i mean i don't know is a coffee filter safe to flush because i imagine probably it's done. not as it does it's not as like weighty as a paper towel i mean it they get super soft they've had coffee it's like,
1: <laughs> i would say if you tried to make coffee with toilet paper you probably have a bad cup of coffee <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't think it'll break down i think that's the design I mean, and that's the whole thing is like these products that people say are flushable, the company that makes them, they're not gonna pay the bill. They're not gonna. No. You know, this thing did plug. You have to pay my plumber bill. Like, that's not gonna happen. So, my advice is don't flush anything but paper and like wipes or even like, um, you know, we're talking about kind of cleaning stuff. Yeah. That, uh, I think it's Lysol or Clorox or someone makes this the wand. Wipes. Little, uh, oh, the wand. Things that you just like press a button and they fall in the drain and you flush them and they're like, goes away. I'm like, they do not go away. It's, uh, <laughs> those things are never gone. They're gonna live for, forever. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, um, I, think, I think I've think i seen this at the store. I mean, I remember getting some kind of like toilet one kit, but I never flushed those. I didn't, I don't know. It, it was just like one of those things where, it kind of looks like a regular toilet brush but then you, you click a little switch and then you can change like what you use to clean it. it's like a little like brillo pad kind yeah, of yeah
1: exactly thing, and I,
0: why the hell yeah. would someone flush that that doesn't would you flush a brillo pad down the toilet I, I it just doesn't make any sense
1: <laughs> i understand you know you, you see a toilet brush somewhere and it's kind of like yucky duty so you don't want to touch it and that's the concept i suppose you never need to touch the business end of the tool, but um, the reality of it is, is that if those make it through your drain, you're lucky. And if they don't make it through your drain, we'll be seeing you soon. So that's why I just I just say don't bother with that sort of stuff, because they're made by marketing companies. They're not made by plumbers.
0: Yeah. I, I figured as
1: much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, on that note, what is like the the weirdest thing you ever found in like a drain or on the job? Because like, I've had like some pretty I've heard some pretty messed up stories, you know, just from shooting the shit with the, no pun intended, (laughs) with the, some of the guys down at the, the diner down the block, um, one of my, one of my neighbors is a plumber, and, like, he was telling me about a time he found, like, a diamond ring, like, pumping a drain, like, yeah. so what's the weirdest, the weirdest or, like, craziest thing, like, you've ever found, like, on the channel?
1: I think the ring thing is like you know people are normally calling you like hey I dropped it can you please come and that's that's pretty tame at that end of the spectrum we've had some other ones that are probably not safe for work but we've also had like a, I had an, as an apprentice I had a uh, like a child's action figure that spoke it did like a ha 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 sort of thing and it was in the drain making noise at me and I was like wait wait what is that what's that and I was, I forget who I was with but I'm like. Did you hear that? Am I insane? And when we finally retrieved it, I was like, holy hell, I couldn't believe that happened. Um, we got um
0: that would be the, yeah. that would be pretty freaky. Yeah, like I guess just, yeah, like kids like kids dropping toys down there, yeah, it's pretty common. Like from what I've seen, I said from what I'm seeing on social media, like kids are dropping all manner of things yeah, down the toilet or just down like the sink even. And from what I'm seeing, but that had to be pretty wild, to just be like they dropped one that talks. They dropped one down there that talks.
1: <laughs> uh, I got a, um, you know, like a kid's cooking set. I had a, um, a toilet that we could not unclog. We were using the auger and it went through and I could get a flush or two and then it would clog back up again. Ultimately, we had to replace the toilet. But everyone, of course, you know, we, we were dying to know what's inside that thing. So we lay the toilet down outside the dumpster and smash it, you know, with a hammer. And we found the top bun of like a child's hamburger set. And it was like (laughs) you know, just the perfect size to clog it. But we could probably turn it horizontally with our tool and go through it, but then periodically it would turn perpendicular to the pipe and block it again. It was it was insane. (laughs) But you get a lot, there's a lot of I don't know if everyone calls it fun, but there's a lot of fun stuff you find (laughs) out in trains.
0: (laughs) So do you have any other tips for like any like yeah, like basic repairs or like any resources you'd recommend for people who are like yeah, facing plumbing difficulties they don't know if they should get somebody over
1: yeah i mean i I think that uh the youtube university is always available and and, i mean people rebuild cars using knowledge they find on there so there's a lot of good stuff there um i think the biggest thing to realize is your own boundary because that boundary Mm -hmm. might be your skill level or it might be just what tools you have on hand i mean i've been up at like a friend's vacation home and i'm a master plumber but i'm not equipped to fix the problem at hand so you know try to kind of bear that in mind but um I think if you know people want to remain prepared and they're up for doing so keeping a couple common hand tools uh keeping a drain auger even keeping a snake on hand um you know those are a couple things that I would consider everyone should also locate where their water main is and Mm. that's like a out of sight out of mind thing but generally speaking and you know different obviously if you live in a large Mm multi-unit building but yeah. if you're in a single family home or even like a you know we have a lot of free families around here it'll generally come in street side in the basement about knee high and um locating where that is because if things ever go pear shaped in the night you can at least run over there and turn the water off quick and at least isolate yourself from yeah. you know
0: yeah because I, me- I remember yeah like having like an overflow situation like several years ago and just having to Shut the valve. I didn't have to yeah. look for the main because yeah, I, mean, I lived in apartments most of my life, but I remember just having to shut the valve off. And then, yeah, I remember actually having like a plumber on the phone ask me where the main was. I'm like, I have no idea. Ask the landlord. Yeah. And. <laughs>
1: We get that call and we get that call from someone at 11 o'clock and maybe they live on the uh the lower level of like a five-story building say and they're the canary in the coal mine maybe they come home from work and their tub is overflowing and they weren't even using it oh god
0: the lower level is the is just the worst um i know because i i had one of those apartments for five years and i actually yeah i will um link to that story um in this article where (laughs) Yeah, I actually told a story. Yeah, about the thing is I did um, a piece for Home Stratosphere last year about yeah. the carpeting in the bathroom trend, which actually took off in the <laughs> 1950s. And so there's it's not as you don't see it as much anymore, but you did in the 50s because you know they covered everything in carpet. You know, people have oh, money. Yeah. They had like, yeah, yeah, even the damn toilet. They had they have money to spend and they just want to see the most batshit way they could spend it. And so carping in the bathroom was considered, like, the pinnacle of luxury. And and so I was actually uh, diving into that with, like, why it's a terrible idea to do now. We're counting that time. To- um, it was, like, at least two, three times I can count where, yeah, the water main backed up into my apartment. And, oh, it was horrifying. It was, it yeah. was freaking so- horrifying. That toilet was, like, spewing out like a kid on spring break. It was... <laughs> It was horrific, and I had to get woken up by that on my birthday, and that was Wait. how I spent my 21st birthday. I should have been the one puking like that. No, it was the toilet, and then by the time I finally yeah, mopped the whole damn mess up, you know, took all the towels to the laundromat, um, I was just too exhausted to do anything.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's, um, that might have saved you from a rough 21st birthday anyway, so that's... <laughs> Possibly. Not the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. no, that's um, that's something I think you know. For people who who are listening, who are like, I don't use any flushable products. You know, I don't you know put crazy food down the disposal. They may think that they're immune to having these problems, but the downside is in the multi-unit building. even if you're in a single family, like neighborhoods can get backups, and we've seen that happen where there's like strong, strong rains <laughs> and the water level rises, so on and so forth. And oh, the yeah. storm system overflows into the sewer
0: yeah the, yeah but it's yeah it's just a zip on cue um before we started recording i actually heard this big thunderclap it got really dark out and <laughs> i'm like oh no. yeah i mean i'm on a higher floor um where I, yeah when i when i was looking to buy i told the broker i'm like no way i took enough of first floor. Yeah. you no, i've had enough had enough yeah, never sorry. doing it never doing it ever again um yeah i haven't had too many issues up here but Good. uh yeah, so yeah, I think we're just about out of time. So, um, okay. yeah, th- yeah, uh, yeah, Joe, thank you for uh, coming on the show and uh, sharing your expertise with us.
1: Glad um, to be here. Thank I you mean, for having me.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, so if you're in the Boston area, yeah, go uh, check out Boston Standard. And uh, yeah, make sure that you um, yeah, subscribe to, uh, to our podcast. Um, be sure to check out more of my work at homestratosphere.com. And I will catch you again next time.